Vicky called D.I. Rathbone and gave him the news. After a brief conversation, she said, Right, Gov, see you shortly. She winked at Suki as she ended the call. He's not best pleased, she said gleefully. I take it he's joining us here. Suki glanced at her watch. It's gone eleven. I'm surprised he didn't tell us to go through the formalities and say we'd all be back here first thing in the morning. It so happens he was having a drink with DCI Leech when I called, so he could hardly get out of it. My guess is it'll just be a token appearance, to make it known that there's a senior officer in charge. She frowned suddenly. I wonder why he feels he has to show up here now. When he was a mere sergeant, he'd have taken charge at this stage and given out team orders, reporting directly to Mr. Leach when he needed instructions how to proceed. Oh, well, she went on with a shrug. He'd had years of experience as a sergeant. Maybe I'm too recently promoted to be allowed to handle this on my own. Or Sir is conscious of his own status, said Suki. Don't you think we ought to tell the manager and Mr. Freeman that he's on his way? Yes, of course. You speak to the manager, and I'll go and find Mr. Freeman. We'll need statements from all the staff and the people attending the conference. We'll have to see what Sir says, but I don't think they'll take kindly to being questioned at this hour. Some of them may have already gone to their rooms. And ask Sergeant Drury to set up a round-the-clock guard on what is now a murder scene. Will do. Suki had a brief word with Maxine before going back to the lakeside. When she returned, Vicky was already in conversation with the manager, a stocky man in his fifties with florid features. I've told Mr. Freeman and Mr. Chapman of the latest development, she said. Mr. Freeman has full details of everyone at the conference. He's gone to his room to collect the list, and Mr. Chapman will have it photocopied for us. That'll be a great help, said Suki. Moments later, Freeman appeared and handed a folder to Vicky, who passed it to Chapman. I'll get Maxine to photocopy these for you right away, the manager promised. I'll be with you in a moment. I thought you'd like to have a copy of this weekend's programme, said Freeman. He gave a folder to Vicky. There are notes about the works we'll be listening to, and it also includes the timetable and some background information about our courses in general. Thank you, said Vicky. Please sit down, Mr. Freeman, she went on, indicating a circle of armchairs in front of an open grate, on which the remains of a log fire were still glowing. This must have come as a great shock. Freeman made a helpless gesture with his hands. I just can't believe there's a murderer in our group. Let's not jump to conclusions, said Vicky. At the moment, we're treating this as an unexplained death. I don't understand. What's the... Never mind that now, Vicky interrupted. We need to ask you some questions. Seeing that Freeman was beginning to show signs of agitation and that Vicky's patience was wearing thin, Suki hastily intervened. I'm afraid we're not allowed to reveal any further information at this stage, she explained. It's against the rules. He shrugged. Okay, I suppose you have to follow procedure. I've just spoken to Detective Inspector Rathbone, who'll take charge of this case from now on, Vicky resumed. He'll be with us shortly, so meanwhile, perhaps you'd tell us something about this event you're running. How would you describe it? It's one of a number I organised during the year for music lovers. I call them musical weekends, but this one is rather special. It lasts a bit longer than most of the others, and we end with a party on the last night. You're a music teacher? 
I lectured in music at Branwell College until my retirement five years ago. It was then that I started organising these events. So you've been running them for five years? Freeman nodded. Are they always held at Dallington Manor? No, at various locations, but we always come here for the March one. What about the people who attend? Are they the same ones each time? Oh, no, they tend to vary according to what's on the programme and how far they have to travel to the venue. We do have what you might call a nucleus of regular attendees. Was Mr. Rainbird one of them? Oh, yes, very much so. How did he get on with the other people in the party? Freeman thought for a moment before speaking. Well enough, I suppose. But I wouldn't describe him as a social animal. Bit of an oddball in some ways. He was very knowledgeable about music and always ready to talk about it or anything connected with it.